Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Episode 34, The Favorite. Welcome back <laughs> to the LodgeCast. Tonight, our first broadcast from the Arclight Hollywood. Woo! With me, as always, is Brother Bishke. How's it going, team? And Brother Lucas. Can you hear me in the back? And tonight, returning champions... From our eighth grade episode, the Cine Sisters, <laughs> Millie hey, and Jesse. What's up? Millie and Jesse are here, and a bonus factor, an Ooh. X factor, making his debut on the Lodge Cast, Brother Matt. Woo. Hey, what's up, guys? Woo. What up? Yeah. Welcome. We are in the pass van. We are uh, extra large crew tonight, and the movie is the favorite. Spelled the British way. The British <laughs> yeah. spelling, so you, so you know it's classy. Bishki, what do you know about this director? Are you are you the man to talk to here? Uh, yeah, because I just on my iPad watched the killing of a sacred deer last night. Nice, nice detail with the yeah, iPad. It's, it's there. Your, Yorgos Lanthimos, yes. uh, Greek director who is. Uh, I, I saw the lobster here at the ArcLight a few years back. Wow, and, full circle. Um, so now, yeah, it's coming full circle. We're going to the Cinerama Dome. Um, I've got some expectations. It's going to start off kind of normal. It's going to get a little brutal, a little bloody, <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. The reviews are high, so. Uh, what, what's everybody else's uh, history with uh, with this with this filmmaker? Are we are we lobster heads in the in, in the in the van here? We've seen both deer and oh. lobster, but going into this, I had no idea that this movie mm. was made by the same person. Well, I think it's written... It, he, he didn't write this one. It's so. the first one he did not write. I know uh, Lodge Mistress Millie had some misgivings about this. She didn't know if she wanted to see it. How do you feel right now? Was not intrigued by the trailer. Just, I really wasn't. I was like, and I love a period piece, and I was like, ugh, this looks dumb. Okay. So um, we'll we'll see if it we'll see if it can. Uh, my expectations are low, so there's nowhere to go but up. That's a great way to go in. Yeah. Some yeah. some of the some of the best times to be had at the movies are when your expectations are low or subterranean. If you're gonna do period piece, you need to do romance, I think. And and this is if, this, if it's a ladies period piece, mm, I mean that's a little bit. Yeah. For me to be interested. Yeah, I didn't see The Killing of a Sacred Deer. I, I tried to watch a screener earlier this year of it, and I kind of noped out of it because it was just too dark and, and, nope and, and, and tense and kind of scary, really? and it was scaring me. And I never saw his original movie, uh, Dogtooth, but I did see The Lobster and did not love it, was not a huge fan of it. However, 
having rode the movie pass and uh, Cinemia now the A-list wave, I've seen a lot of trailers this year. And I have to admit that the favorite has been my favorite trailer really? out of all the trailers. And I've seen a lot of trailers. What do you Even like better about than it? A Star is Born? Better than A Star is Born, <laughs> you know, because. Better be- than Instant Family? Because A Star is Born trailer is safe. It's very safe. But sure. the favorite trailer, I think for the uninitiated who don't know who this guy is, they could they could be kind of taken aback. Even in the trailer, you could kind of be like, what is this? Right. Like, the trailer is kind of like a, a little short film in and of itself that I feel works just point. on its own and has a lot to live up to. So I, my, my expectations are kind of high. Even though I didn't love The Lobster, really love the trailer. Okay. Brother Matt, the, you're chilling uh, back. I, yeah. uh, I don't know. It just looked like sort of a delightful little romp to me <laughs> from the yeah. trailer. I know nothing about it other than the lady from Peep yeah. Show was in it, and I loved Peep Show. Okay. And, yeah, I'm not entirely sure what to expect. I have, like, zero expectations. Now that I know it's from Lobster People, Lobster Lobster Man, Lobster Fist. I would expect it to be a little more serious in tone, at least the promo, Mm. but I don't know what to expect. Sister Jesse, what do you got going on? Well, he just said exactly what I was going to say, is we're here for the the main queen actress. Uh, She's from Peep Show. She plays Soph. Soph. Um, Yeah, we love her from that, so... You guys, aren't, you guys aren't Emma Stone freaks? I would not say I'm an Emma Stone freak. I've got a little bit of Hollywood gossip. Uh, many years oh. ago, I was fortunate enough to sit down with uh, Warren Beatty, and he told me that uh, he didn't consider Emma Stone a dramatic actress. He considered her a comedian. Because uh, I think he was interviewing her for The Rules Don't Apply at that time. I bet he was interviewing her. And it's interesting because I think this is the... The first or second project besides Maniac that Emma Stone has done post-Oscar win for Birdman. So after her Birdman win, all the offers kind of came in and she could decide what she wants, what she wanted to do. So she chose Yorgos Lagrimos as a collaborator, as someone she could develop the character with and, and, and work with, you know. He's yeah. kind of like Lars von Trier or Haneke, but he's got some humor to him. Yeah, so. I think, like, when I saw the trailer for Dogtooth, which, again, I've never seen, but the trailer to me screamed, Michael Haneke meets Wes Anderson. It's like this weird, <laughs> yeah. like, like it's, very it's moral, kind of philosophical, it, yeah. but at the same time, he's very, he's like heavy aesthetics and centered frames, and, you know, the guy definitely is a, is a technician and a craftsman, so... He elevates whatever he's doing. Well, there's nothing left to do but go into the dome and experience it ourselves. Um, Dome! Let's see if it's one of our favorites of the year, (laughs) or if it fails to curry our favor. (laughs) 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 I mean, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's accurate. Perfect. Woo! Let's do it. (laughs) Break out the party favors. There you go. Thank you. station is not. Even if I were the last one left in this wretched place, I would remain a lady. (laughs) You're pretty when outraged. 
So my secrets are safe with you? All of them. Good. Even your biggest secret. Abigail. <gasps> if you forget to load the pellet, the gun fires, makes a sound, but releases no shot. It is a great jape, do you agree? Yes. Maybe we will think of a use for it one day. Sometimes it is hard to remember whether you have loaded the pellet or not. I do fear confusion and accidents. I'm sure people will be careful. We got favorited, y'all. <laughs> we survived the Cinerama Dome. I like being favorited. Yes, I do. We got domed. Uh, how's everybody feeling? Shook. <laughs> yeah. Got shook up. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of bodily functions in that movie, am I right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Before we get into it, uh, Brother Bishki in the back, how's that schnapps? From Rotten Tomatoes. Early 18th century, England is at war with the French. Nevertheless, duck racing and pineapple eating are thriving. Yeah. A frail Queen Anne, Olivia Coleman, occupies the throne, and her close friend, Lady Sarah Churchill, Rachel Weisz, governs the country in her stead while tending to Anne's ill health and mercurial temper. When a new servant, Abigail Masham, Emma Stone, arrives, her charm endears her to Sarah. Sarah takes Abigail under her wing, and Abigail sees a chance at a return to her aristocratic roots. Wow. As the politics of war become quite time-consuming <laughs> for Sarah, Abigail steps into the breach to fill in as the queen's companion. And? Their burgeoning friendship gives her a chance to fulfill her ambitions, and she will not let woman, man, politics, or rabbit stand in her way. Jesus. Or rabbits. Lodge Mistress, how was that accent? Not great. <laughs> but, it was a little wobbly. But brave. But brave. Was, I enjoyed it. it was I've been working on it. I I've been working it. on it. I enjoyed it. That was a very in-depth schnapps. Yeah. 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 Um, very. So, yeah. I mean, I think, I think this is Oscar bait. I think everybody listening to this should see it or should have seen it already. Just... To know what's going on, if nothing else. Yeah. Definitely put that screener at the top of the pile. Put it at the top. Mm. Put it at the top. Let's start with how it looks. I thought it looked amazing. Oh, I mean, oh like, opulent. Like, holy shit. Like, what, like what the hell? Like, I would have loved a frolic in that castle. Yeah. That was, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so was frolicable. Just, yeah. Yeah. Even and then and like I mean a lot of period stuff you see that's great during the day, but that some of that night stuff was really yes. amazing. Mm -hmm. Like technology's there, you know. Oh, it's beautiful. Kind of, it seems like it was all it seems like it was all natural light, you know, like and if you can pull that off where at least it seems that yeah. way, that's huge. Also a big fan of the wide angle and in some cases fisheye to kind of give you the whole you know panorama tapestry. The thing about that just, though, it's overwhelming. Is that we were in the dome, which already right. fisheye is kind yeah. of what you're seeing. Yeah. So it was like double double fish. Kind of like you were drunk a little bit, like little yeah, beer I had goggles. Yeah, a 3D movie that was being presented in 2D. Right. <laughs> the 3D gags just didn't have the same oomph. <laughs> right, right, right. Because, because everything. The image was so distorted at times for me. Everything but I'm also not used to the Cinerama Dome. Like, I don't. Yeah. I think it's yeah. our first time here. So. It's a, oh, wow. It's your yeah, first doming. Wow. First nice. doming. Congrats. Yeah. What are we thinking about the performances here? I loved them. I, I love the queen. Like, like we said, we know her from her other work, but she was so good at being 
equally dumb, but also very aware of how to manipulate herself. Right. And, um, yeah, I I thought it was masterful. It was a power trio. It's going to be interesting to Mm. see if they all get nominated for performance. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, how are they going to submit that? Like, who's in charge of that? Like, who's the one at the studio that's saying, like, Coleman's best actress. Who's the favorite? And then the other two are supporting? Right. Or are they all right. best actress? Or are they all supporting? Like, they I don't do know. Something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to play it. I don't know. I think I think the queen's a lock for supporting. That's, yeah. that's, that's my guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. I think, yeah, Emma might go for actress because she's on like a streak. You and know her what eyes mean? are so big that it's <laughs> just like, yeah, I mean, she's the star no matter what. Yeah. She's the more charismatic one. Like, Rachel Weisz is. A little more understated, but I thought they were both, yeah, perfectly right. cast. Yeah. Everyone's dialed in, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone's totally, yeah. like... I mean, her physical comedy in the stone, like, I mean, really good. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like, she, anyway, she was, she she surprised me, because I was like, I'm not going to buy her as, like, British, and, you know, but I did, and I, and I thought she was really well cast for that role. Just funny, but manipulative, and charming, and sweet, and, so, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you... you you know the the snobs basically told the whole story. All everything about this movie is in the details, so it's like you can know what happens beginning, middle, and end, and it doesn't matter until you see all the detail put into everything, like all the queen's pet rabbits, mm. which is bizarre but also melancholy when you realize what they represent. You know, the, the frame is always full of something weird mm-hmm. in, in the fringes or in the foreground. Like, there's always something special around every corner, which is great, yeah, especially think, considering the setting. I think the period yeah. period piece is for your ghost. Like, yeah. Because, like, yeah. like, I just came, came off of um, Killing of a Sacred Deer, and it was in Cleveland, and it was, like, so weird, and, and it was, like, contemporary, so it was, like, kind of a surreal thing. But when you go into period pieces, you want weird because you know, like, you're not you're not gonna get, you know, how it actually was, and it would this was not like your typical chamber drama at all. Like this was all the details were interesting. I mean, there was yeah, like like Lucas mentioned, lots of bodily functions going on and yeah, and 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 throwing up and and. It's always nice when you when you have like highfalutin subject matter, but then somebody's puking. Like yeah, you love, you love peeling back the artifice. Yeah, it's and good. to think about that time period, shit was dirty. It was dirty yeah. time yeah. underneath all that yeah. stuff. Gout. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it did a lot with those moments too, in terms of like breaking up shit because you would be watching something that you'd be watching a scene that's very period drama and then suddenly bam a gunshot or bam someone's fucking vomiting etc and it got me every time it was disgusting it's like he knows when you're lulled into what you consider to be period piece safety and he just pops the balloon every like even like literally with a gun or just like anachronistic dancing, which yeah. is great. Which was amazing. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I mean, that's a ama- that was amazing. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 that was great. It's, it's, it's hilarious. They just they just bust out in the just whatever they want to do. Kind yeah, of and then like the romance scene in the woods, which became like a rustling match. You know yeah. what I mean? It's great, and everything it's... was yeah, everything just felt like like a spectacle, even if it was just a look. It's almost like being in acting class because mm. it's almost like they're doing representations of what the scene is about in their physicality more so than literally what the scene's about. Right. So 
it's cool watching because I kind of see the acting technique there too. I think across the board, the look, the feel, the unease, and it's still, it's, I would say, accessible to, to an extent throughout most of it, but it still descends into strange madness by the end, which I think he has to do. <laughs> because that's his style? All his movies do it. Yeah. Oh. yeah. He's definitely the master of, like, uncomfortableness and turning the screws, for sure, and making you feel disoriented. And landing the plane is never never easy for the viewer, you know? Like, yeah. he never lets you off the hook, which is interesting, you know? And I think this movie will be his most successful, not just because of, you know, the star power or what have you, but because it is so... It's basically a dark comedy throughout most of it, the vast majority of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of laughs, you know? A lot of, mm-hmm. lot of high and low laughter. Yeah, I like, I like the political... Uh background I, mean, I didn't fully understand but that's part of it because like the queen is giving these orders it kind of based on her own like personal whims and um it reminded me kind of a marie antoinette uh sophia coppola mm. uh, mm-hmm. which was just like you know they're doing their own thing and just throwing out whatever in terms of what's going on in the rest of the country because they're so far removed i mean you're just in this castle and this area for so long that you just really Yeah, but both those movies, too, like, they don't really give you much context or there's no prologue or setup. Like, you're kind of just thrown in to kind of piece together, yeah, what's happening politically or with, like, the war. I I think, yeah, I think for the most part they they assume you don't really care about the details, that you care about the sexiest part of it, which is the currying favor. Right. You know, which I think is smart. You know, like, we don't need to go into every cross T and dotted I yeah. of the bills that she's trying to sign or not sign. Cut to the sign. front lines and that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, and I don't yeah. Right, we don't no. need it. We just need the bedroom intrigue, you yeah. know? I, I was having fun, like, recasting some of the people, because uh, the Queen reminded me of our current dear leader a lot of times, too, which is in, in the oh, sense yes. that, you know, he'll believe the last person, or he'll go with whatever the last person tells him to go with, pretty much, and then he'll turn on a dime as if, you know, he's insane, which he very well may be, but th- there, was, there was just a lot of, a lot of kind of depressing fun to be had with updating some of this material for the world we're living in right now yeah and you get a lot of a lot of yelling from the queen at random servants which is always going on at the white house now yeah just letting us in yeah and a lot of a lot of great faces filling the frame in this in this movie too like just you know just day players but have just a face an amazing face or an amazing voice and you just a lot of people that just don't seem of this time, which is great, yeah. you know, in a, in a movie like this. You want to be fully immersed with a bunch of 18th century weirdos surrounding you. Yeah, yeah. Nicholas Holt was well cast for that reason. He fit right into that foppish mm-hmm. character. Man, he's really grown up to be a big, big dude. <laughs> just like physically in terms of stature. Like you I, noticed. I, 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 well, no, I didn't realize he was in the movie until honestly, like the end credits when I saw his name, I was like, holy shit, that was 
Nicholas Hout or Holt. Yeah, but like, he's heavily, I remember, heavily. I remember up. him as like about a boy, like as a boy. So to see him like yeah. a monster, like he just looks so imposing. Powering like over I mean, Rachel Vice. Well, yeah. he like a foot, yeah. a foot high wig. He might too. be in heels. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. but he and seemed heels. big. He just seemed sturdy. <laughs> sturdy Holt. Yeah. Um. Any any uh, any other elements of note to well, discuss? Well, I mean the 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 resounding ending moment was pretty strange and yeah. went on surreal. for a long time. Yeah. So yeah. what is, what is our what, what is, did it mean, Matt? Yeah, I gotta think about that. <laughs> My best you. guess is that that means fuck. Rachel Weiss was right. She won because she doesn't have to deal with this crazy fucking sick awful bitch anymore and mm. I'm here like furiously fingering her and just like <laughs> zoning out about how fucked this is that's what I thought it kind of meant but yeah I think I, I agree as well I think mm-hmm. I think or, uh, or, or you go ahead you, you saw well I think I think basically it's that and you see the realization on her face that oh this is what I thought I wanted but this is, I'm still beholden to a higher power, and I, I sold my soul so completely, and I'm still on the floor furiously fingering the queen. Yeah. 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 And the queen is not very content in that last I mean, she's... Yeah. No, no, she, 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 made, she made the wrong choice as well. I mean, I, I yeah. think, you know, when Rachel Weiss leaves the queen, and she's kind of like, you know, truth you know speaking the truth to you was love or whatever like that was like kind of the mm-hmm. key moment where she yeah. where she like you know that's the real love that's the real it's love like, that Emma Stone is uh, not gonna give you yeah and Emma Stone is is faking it from the get go and she has kind of a shady past where her <laughs> you know her, her father and her and everything she owned burned up and you, don't, you just you never can really trust her like if yeah. you trace it back like she's always scheming the greatest uh, moment for me was when Bishke got up to use the bathroom famously. Uh, whenever he does that, the best, the best, the best scenes happen. Uh, when he did that, Emma Stone has a great scene where she just got married to her suitor, and she gives him just this incidental hand job while she's putting together all these pieces in her mind and letting paranoia like wash over her face and she's just like rhythmically giving this hand job and this dude in the back is Deadwood just, moment. It's amazing. It's an amazing scene. And I think correct me if I'm wrong, but I think if you watch every single one of Yorgos's movies, he's got a hand job scene in every movie. He very well may. Yeah, there was definitely sacred gear. Oh. That's his motif. Like that's like it's his a trademark. It's trunk, a t- tip trunk of the shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I, I was I was happy to see that uh, Bishke left and and the actor who she's giving the hand job to I think is dating Taylor Swift I think that's Taylor Swift's boyfriend Hot news. that's how I that's Hollywood gossip so that's how I looked at about it. him soon that's wow. how I looked at it that's cool <laughs> <laughs> and then if we were to talk about a salad dragon like what I mean how do we even approach that <laughs> I would say what about the guy getting fruit thrown at him. Oh, or I just thought the first one was those ducks. The duck race? No, the duck yeah, race. the duck there's race. A duck, there's a duck race. I thought the dance, like when that, Rachel Weiss yeah, and the dance. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was yeah. so good. That, that shit was amazing. The naked man getting thru- fruit thrown at him. Um, the brothel. 
the gout rubbing. Yeah. Like oh. they, there's a lot there's a lot going on. There's a lot of candidates in this one. Yeah. It's a target the rich horse environment. Going by the couple having sex in the woods. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. that was yeah. That's a great yeah. Yeah. That, I, that's my that gets my vote. <laughs> Otherwise, the dancing the dance sequence would be it. But can the salad dragon scene also be the highlight of the film? Yeah. I was wondering. It often is. It's me. usually oh, the okay. weirdest. Yeah, yeah if the flashlight shines on it, it's like the weirdest thing in the movie to, yeah. for it to shine on. Yeah. Yeah. Lots to choose from. It's well, definitely got a lot. End, maybe for me, that was yeah. a pretty weird moment. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like the variable's pretty pretty warm on the favorite, but let's 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 get to the brass tacks. Uh, Brother Bishke, what are you feeling for this? Yeah, I mean, I think Yorgos found his subject matter. I think um, story-wise, he dialed it in more than I've seen in the mm-hmm. in the other two films that I've seen of his. Do you think and it's because of the writers? The I think the right. Yeah, I think the I think having having writers, but the writers definitely fit his like tone, right? Uh, and so that was important. And um, yeah, I got to think about the ending a little more. Um, for right now, I'm going to give it three bones. I I, I think it's gonna it's gonna be nominated for a lot, and uh, and it's the best film I've seen from him for sure. So yeah, that's a three boner from Bishke, brother Lucas. Yeah, you know, I uh, certainly enjoyed this more than the the last one, the Lobster. Um, I still need to see or finish Killing of a Sacred Deer. Um, no matter how bad vibes it, it is, I must I must do it. But um, this, yeah, started off great, and I was, like, really with it, you know, in the first half and was laughing and enjoying, like, yucking it up, and it was really kind of ratcheting up this tension, like, when Emma Stone is, like, you know, in the, the, the library of... Uh, oh, that's a great well, What's-her-name's, yeah, bedroom, and they're like, I want you to fuck me, and it's like, okay, this is happening, and she's, like, <laughs> tiptoeing out. I remember being like, wow, this is great. I'm, like, so, like, absorbed. A lot of good stone mugging. Yeah, but but then it kind of felt, like, stuck in second gear after that, and I was waiting for it to go to the ne- to the next level to ratchet it up, like, either the tension or, or the, the violence or the bad vibes or whatever, but it didn't kind of really go there. You know, and I thought, like, oh, it's going to crescendo, like, once Rachel Vice kind of, like, wakes up from being poisoned and like makes her way back there's gonna be fireworks but there weren't really and then it kind of had this like weird anticlimactic like they paint themselves into a corner and we're just gonna end on her yeah fingering her with like the the dissolves of the bunnies and it's like this is it like and you can kind of feel that's where it's going and it's kind of a letdown for me so i give it two and a half bones you know it's technically solid but i just I just i couldn't yeah think i would recommend it to family members it's just yeah there you go (laughs) Well, uh, newbie, brother Matt, where are you going with this? Uh, where are you going with the favorite? I mean, I'm with Lucas on this one. I sort of still absorbing, but I, I really enjoyed the first half of it. I enjoyed how everyone was so witty and <laughs> how a lot of moments were found in just simple looks and stuff like that. The way the movie looked, the execution was great. Um... But yeah, the whole second half, I just found really, really what rough to watch. If that's by design, it doesn't. I mean, fuck you either way. Like I didn't enjoy <laughs> it that much. I probably this is a two boner for me. Two bones. Ooh, yeah. ooh, a van divided. <laughs> uh, sister Jesse. Yeah, I agree a little bit with Matt and Lucas, but ultimately, I did enjoy it. I I really love the micro-savagery of historical films, and this one did that really well. Hashtag micro-savagery. 
and I appreciate the good performances and the the care taken and the authenticity of the design. So I say a three. It, it was it was a really good one for me. Three, large mistress Millie. What do you got? You know, like so many others, I did enjoy the first half a lot. And then the a lot second, of first half. Well, and a little bit into it. But the problem was, the, what I loved about the first half, it, all these juxtapositions, it was t- deeply tender. It was incredibly violent. It was like funny. It was dramatic. And then towards the end, it's this one note of like overindulgence, overindulgence, overindulgence. Yeah. And I just was like, it wasn't complicated anymore, which makes it not interesting mm-hmm. and pr- kind of predictable. So. I but I too loved the acting. I like wanted to go back and watch it again just to study their glances. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So amazing. So I think I also must give it a three. That's a three. Woo! All right. Well, I have to say this was up my alley directly for pretty much all of it. Um, <laughs> I I kind of surveyed the landscape and I'm like, what are you doing here, dude? Ooh, I see what you're doing. Oh, you're fucking doing it, dude. So I think. When I see, you know, a roadmap laid out and then everything right down the line get achieved on what that roadmap presumably was, I gotta give it up. I gotta give it up. It gave me War of the Roses vibes in a lot of it. Mm. Just this dark kind of competition dramedy. I have so much love for that weird subgenre. I need to find out... I need to I need to dig into that and maybe refine what that what it is in that that I like so much. Just this nasty kind of escalation of skullduggery. I I love it. Um, I agree that at a certain point the movie kind of loses its tension and then you're just kind of wallowing in the excess of it. But I was here for it. I was here for it. I'm going to give it three and a half bones. Um, just because just because it felt like it felt like a full meal. And if a movie can feel like a full meal and still have kind of a weird, ambiguous ending, then I got to give it up for it. So I'm giving it the high mark. Uh, we dip down to two. I think overall it, it it stands. Would you agree? Like you should see it. Like oh, yeah. It, yeah. it's it's Absolutely. it's going to be up for stuff. It's going to be yeah. talked about. Oh, brother Matt, no, that's a no. I don't think everyone should see it. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. That's fair. I mean, it's definitely going to be one of those movies at the Oscars where people are watching the nominees' clips, and then this one rolls by, and they go, "I didn't fucking see that one." <laughs> right. And exactly. On. Yeah. Exactly. And you're, and you're you're cool with that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I hey listen I I understand that as well and I could see I could see how for a lot of people this would be nails on a chalkboard you know like just this unpleasant yeah, no it's his, an unpleasant his films, I've been movie look, I looked at like his films like the audience scores and stuff like <laughs> they're not audience movies like, no no, yeah. no 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 they're no. not um, this has been uh, this has been wonderful being in this van this is luxury this yeah. is, it is nice. luxury. this is something that we're not used to in our humble Prius with more people it's like more comfortable you know it's, it's great it's, it's great. a great van um, and and thank you so much for finally being on the podcast Yay. brother Matt. Yeah. Yeah. this is a it's an honor and a pleasure this is a weird one to to start you out on I if if, if Stallone was coming out with something yeah, that would kind of be more more what I would think of digging into with you but this has been just a delight yeah 
And the Cine Sisters, as always, <laughs> you guys have given your actorly perspective to uh, to some of this material. It was a really good one for that. I, I felt like back in acting class. Love and light to you all. Love and light. Uh, love and arc light. Love and arc light. <laughs> Later, y'all. Later. Locked up naked with socks. I'm watching the phone ring. It's making me angry. It's making me mad. Maxed out minimum wage. My brain is a time bomb. I'm saying goodbye. Mom, I'll see you again Tracking a pose, smiling in photos Without any reason with people that I'll ever know I'm out of control, living a fictional prose I took an oath, it's killing me though Cause I don't believe in the things that I do And now my favorite color is blue Lag, 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 lag,